Now, here's what I'm throwing into Mario's Sunday Roast because it's about Donald Trump. And um, recently on The Daily Show, uh, Jordan Klepper, one of their reporters, went to a um, Trump rally in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania, which is one of the swing states. And um, I'm not one of those people that calls Trump supporters deplorables, um, unlike Hillary Clinton. Um, And I don't want to patronise them or demean them. But at the same time, the people that do attend his rallies um, are committed to their fandom of Donald Trump, and many of them regard him as uh, the Messiah, literally, the uh, that God has sent him. And there are some very, very uh, peculiar, interesting, strange kind of people that you meet. And here are some of the people that Jordan uh, Klepper met at the uh, Trump rally. First of all, come on. Donald Trump is our first rock star superhero president. He's the real-life Tony Stark. They should call him President Iron Man. You're pro-life. Of course. It's important for Americans to do whatever they can to protect a human life. Yes. Why aren't you wearing a mask? I mean, again, it's a personal choice, I think. If everybody was wearing them and everybody said put a mask on, I would respect everybody's wishes and put it on. Uh-huh. We're not cheap. We're You're not lines. cheap. You're not cheap. But if everybody here was wearing masks... If everybody was wearing them, but again, we're not cheap. You're not cheap. We're not. So you're going to look at what everybody's doing and you're going to follow That's along. That's it. Yeah. But not cheap. Not cheap. Uh, about two months before COVID started, I somebody put me on to QAnon. Great. And I believe some of it, and I don't believe some of it, but I believe only so much can be a conspiracy. I think a lot of it's true. You know about QAnon. Is there anything you can tell us that I don't know? JFK Jr. is still alive. What? This guy is always behind Trump at the rallies. So you're saying JFK Jr is still alive and spending his time in the background at Trump rally. From QAnon, QAnon, yes. Do you think racism exists in America? I do not believe that people hate each other as much as... You don't think racism is a problem in America? I do not think it's a problem now. There's a potential that JFK Jr. is alive and here at a Trump rally. Maybe. (laughs) We have riots in the streets. Yes, let me just tell you this much. Yes, I'm doing much better. I'm literally making four times as much as I was making when Obama was president. What do you do? I work for a debt relief company. (laughs) Yeah. So now, as a debt relief employee, you make more money under Donald Trump. Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good to be a white debt relief collector. With no sense of irony, the man who's doing four times better, who's working for a debt relief company, says America is doing much better. Um, Anyway, the reason I play that uh, clip is because the uh, election is in about three weeks now. And although Suzanne has brought us down with the old COVID crankiness (laughs) and Emmett has brought us even lower uh, with no sport and no fans at games... um, Really, I think uh, I'm going to have to announce that I'm going to have to make things worse because there's actually worse news. And the worst news is that that I think democracy uh, on November 3rd and 4th is at a hinge point in its cycle, a hinge point in its history. The American presidential election... um, is, I believe, going to could be a focal point, a turning point for democracy around the world, as we know it. For America is the harbinger of democracy. It is the leader of the free world. And what happens there? You know, they they cough there, we get a cold, all that sort of expressions. But um, really, it's going to be uh, a very important election. And here is why I say this, because there is every chance, in my um, opinion, that Donald Trump, no matter what happens, will end up trying to steal this election. Mario, how could he steal the election? Well, I mean, are you guys familiar with the basics, anyway, of how the American presidential election works? I'm not, like, I'm not very well up on American politics. I'm going to just 
gave that caveat straight away. Uh, the only kind of bit I saw of the last election was because it was the running joke of like, well, Trump could actually win, the stranger things have happened, and then he didn't get enough votes, but then he won. And I still don't understand how uh, that works. That's right. So the American president... I might know. Yeah, you are. Yes. You're totally correct. So the American presidential elections aren't direct presidential elections. In other words, in the last presidential election, Donald Trump received around 63 million votes, but Hillary Clinton received about 66 million votes, three million more than Donald Trump, but she still lost the election because of what they call the Electoral College. Now, most people will have heard this about the Electoral College and what is the Electoral College. So delegates are, are apportioned if you win a state. So there's 50 states, let's say, and delegates are apportioned and you add up all the delegates and if you get to 270 you win the election. Now, here's the tricky bit. Um, Donald Trump uh, has basically discovered a loophole, and that is that after the election on November 3rd, on December 14th, about six weeks after the election, the what are called electors go to Washington and they hand in the votes that have been uh, given to the state. So let's say Pennsylvania, and let's say Joe Biden won Pennsylvania or Donald Trump. The problem is that nowhere in the Constitution does it say that a certain uh, state doesn't have to elect or hand in the electors of the person that won the state. So, for example, Joe Biden could win Pennsylvania. But if Donald Trump kicks up uh, a stink and saying that there was a rigged election, um, the Republican governor of Pennsylvania or any other state which in this case has a Republican-dominated legislature as well, can kick up a stink and say, we don't believe it was a, a real election. It was a fake election. It was a robbed election. There were too many spoiled ballots. There was uh, mail-in ballots were all fake. And we are handing in, literally, a different slate of electors to you on December 14th. And there is absolutely nothing to stop that from happening at all. And then you could ask, what will happen next? Well, what happens next then is that basically it goes to Congress and each state in the union will be eventually apportioned one vote each. How many states do the Republicans have dominated? They have 26, which means they would again win the election in that instance. What happens then? It will go to court. What happens at the end? Perhaps it goes to the Supreme Court of the United States. Donald Trump has a 6-3 uh, majority in the Supreme Court. It's now loaded with Republicans after Amy Coney Barrett is, uh, pr is uh, presumably uh, sworn in. So we've got a situation whereby you may have an election in America, a democratic election, which somebody basically says, no, I'm not believing in the election. Go to hell. Cue the uh, potential then for armed militia on the streets. So you have your the boys. Are you giving out lollipops after this? Because I need a sugar hit. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm trying to get more. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get more screams in. Oh eight seven four one one or two. If you want to scream, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think it, my blood sugar levels have gone to my so, boots. Emma, to be do you honest. know a little bit about this as well? Yeah. So if everything you say happens, I can assure you, my reaction Emma, throw a good spin will, on this. will be along the lines of ah, but I'm confident it won't be. Why? Mainly because you mentioned those, those legislatures. So this is like your local county council all the way up to your regional government. Those lads also have to be elected at some point. If they make those decisions, you know, voters, you know, are fickle people, obviously. But they're kind of going to go, well, listen, I know I don't like results sometimes, but at least I feel I get the result I voted for. A lot of them are kind of going, ah, here now, you're, you're, you know, you're changing the rules after we played the game. That's, you know, that's just not right. You've got a lot of sports fans in America. You know, they, they, they know about instant replay and all that, but even they have a limit. And I think a lot of them will kind of go, remember that, like, you know, in 18 months' time when we're voting again. <coughs> and I think with that in mind, a lot of them are kind of going to be saying, can't take that risk because whatever about this fella with the orange hair, I could be next if, you know, in a, in a bad way, if we don't just follow the actual basic rules. There have been what they call faithless electors a few times over the years. 
but they're so rare it's seen as a novelty in history if you know what I mean like and so like you're talking so yes everything you're saying could happen I don't think he'll steal the electoral college mainly because I think the lads picking it are more worried about saving their own hides so not the most uplifting reason but a helpful reason I'm so is this a bit like is this a bit like is this a bit like Mary Lou should have put more people in for the election the last time when she didn't have enough in like or no one one of the opening statements in the American um, Constitution is we hold these truths to be self evident and self evident is a very interesting expression yeah, yeah, self evident it's self evident that Emmett is in the room it's yes. self evident evident that Suzanne and Emmett and Mario are here yeah it's self evident that you're a human being it's self evident that the law affords you eagle legal similar legal rights to me, that we are equal. Yeah. But there are certain things in life that aren't written down that we hold to be self-evident. Okay. The thing about Trump is, if it's not written down, he's going to find a way to do it. To loop it. Well, to try exactly. to at least. Yeah. To try to at least. And as the thing, I think the difference between this and say, if it was, it, now, yeah, it could happen, don't worry, I'm like, you know, touching wood and all that, but I honestly think there's too much at stake for the guys he needs to help him this time, whereas most of the time, the reason they go with him is there's too much at stake if they don't help him. Mm. I think there's too much at stake if they do help him in this one. So we're not talking about the greatest people in the world I'm never going to trust, put it that way. But I do trust them to look after their own hides. And the best thing for their own hides is to take the loss in the presidency so they can protect themselves in their own in their own backyards. Sure isn't JFK in the background anyway? Could he not put any spin <laughs> yeah, on it? No. Well, well, his son is apparently. Or his son, like, I should you know, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, if if you can get in there, like you know, obviously interesting idea that JFK Jr. is the back of like, yeah, you listen. It's interesting you mentioned like sort of you know like fans at the rise. It is a fandom, like, even hearing the way they're all talking. So yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of people upset. Although I think of the fandom thing, it'd be better if they went with the French route because it's more like the X Factor where everybody goes the first week, two of them survive, and you vote for the two that are left behind. Yeah, and that's who and that's who gets in. Anyway, but, December fourteenth. Watch out for that date, folks. It normally means nothing in the um, presidential calendar, but this time it might mean something. Um, but November is the November is the, the election go, is the go. Yeah, there no, seems to be just voting a lot in America. Yeah, because um, I follow. Um, her name has gone out of my head. She's AOS, uh, Alexandra. Oh, oh okay. AOC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that she's constantly calling for people to vote. Mm. And like, as just look, you know, I, I wish I was better about it, but I'm not. But as in terms of American politics, I'm uh, barely trying to grasp. everything there. Like, they've judges even, like, you know. It, you know. it just, it just, it seems very overwhelming. And all I've taken from this week is that uh, I don't know whether he really actually had COVID and maybe he just got a course of steroids if he did and he feels a bit better. Mm. Like, uh, that he's going to give everybody help healthcare when he's not going to give that's all you know that's what all my brain can and as I said everything's a bit overwhelming at the moment Suzanne just scream please I can't <laughs> trying to breathe okay. I think this is what they call and me. on that relentlessly negative note we'll leave it there for this week's scream. Sunday Rose panel thanks to Emmett Ryan and thanks to Suzanne Kane and uh, we're back after this Mario Sunday Roast on Today FM with Mario Rosenstock